you know, just it's just so exciting to see that. And just so that you know, we do have an interested, the very interested party in this building, and they're going to come back and look at it again this week. Um, and so I'm believing that these these could be the people that God has put in to grab this building, um, and that's going to be huge. So people ask me all the time, when are we going to move? Well. It really depends on when they want the building. If they want the building in May, we're going to be, we'll be moving. If they want it in June, then we'll, we'll finish up here in May and we'll go over there in June. We're just looking to get out of here as, as God grants us the opportunity as that time comes. So just continue to pray for us. You might say, well, is it ready? It will be. <laughs> we'll get over there and we'll do it as we can. But God is so good and we're so excited and there's such a presence of the Lord there as there is here. But uh, it's just an amazing, it's an amazing ride. I want to talk to you this morning about being destiny driven, that God has a plan for you and it's in your destiny. And I'm not trying to be Star Wars-ish or anything. I'm just, uh, it's your destiny, Luke. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying God has a destiny for you. And I want you to understand the enemy has a plan for you as well. His plan is usually to foul up God's plan and or just to get you off course of the destiny God has chosen and so we need to understand all of that being happening at one time. We don't need to take it lightly, but start saying, you know what, God, if I'm going to help, I want to make the choices that are going to help bring a good destiny about. How many have ever made choices that you've lived to regret and wish if we could rewind time, would we not do them over? Oh, hallelujah. Yes, we would. All right. So just understanding all of that time is that unrenewable resource once it's gone it's gone you can't get it back you can't have yesterday again it was you know you have a memory or whatever but time is just gone so if we want to be destiny driven then we're going to have to start uh getting our sights on god what do you want for me how do you have a plan for me or if you got one and i know you do show me because half the battle isn't half the battle just trying to figure out what you're doing i mean if you just know what you're doing i might not even have to figure out how it's all going to be done just so i know People ask me, how are you going to, do you have the money for this over there? Are you going to, you know what? To me, that's details. All I know is I got the building God wanted. He brought it to me. We are getting it ready. I can't do the other. So I'm going to do what I can do. Say amen to that. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. The rest is just going to be, I'm going to walk this thing out. Do you know that vision is unfolded as you walk it? It's by you doing what God, you know, some, well, God, he's not talking to me. He's just not saying anything. Well, have you done anything since the last time he told you? Walk it out. Take that step. Because as you start walking, he starts showing. He starts saying, all right. What he's looking for is not as much as our ability, is our availability. Our just obedience. And God, I'm going to do what you ask me. That's what I want to do. Just let, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Jesus said this, if you love me, you're going to obey me. That doesn't mean you're never going to make a mistake, but I'm just saying for the most part, God, let's let me help find, let me get destiny driven. If we were doing a movie of your life, what kind of movie would it be? Would it be a rom-com or romantic comedy? Would it be a superhero movie? Because, you know, those are big now. Would it be some of you? It's a horror film. <laughs> I don't know. An action adventure or how about it's a mystery? You know, I don't know, but. I want to live this life and enjoy it while I'm living it. You know, we, we only get one chance to go through life. I mean, we're going to live forever. We all know that, right? You are going to live forever. Everybody in this room gets to live forever. You just get to walk and choose where you want to live. I think heaven's a better choice. 
So that being said, God, help me find my destiny. Help me figure this out. So if, if I'm going to enjoy my life, then let me enjoy it. Some of us have different gifts than others and, and excel in other areas. You can do things I cannot do. I could do things maybe you cannot do. Some of you are gifted at being really funny. Some are very, you know, they're more serious, but they're thinkers and they can solve you know, problems and all that. And that's all good because that's part of their destiny. That's great. And we are to walk and move in those gifts. What good is the hand without the arm, the fingers and all of that? We need each other. Luke 14, 28. You know, here at TLC, we live life on purpose. This, this scripture says, but don't begin until you can count the cost for who would begin construction of building without first calculating cost and see that there's enough money to finish it. So we look at things and, you know, my job is the CEO and all that of, you know, getting over here. Then here's what this is going to cost us. So then I got to look at, do we have that? Can we have that? Or do we have to wait? And so we, we do whatever we count that cost so that we know what's going on so that we can walk this out. Are you with me? Because you walk it out. And, and that's the thing. We live in a society that doesn't like to what we want it now. It's my money and I want it now. That's a J.G. Wentworth commercial, so. We live in that kind of society. I want it now. I want it now. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Everything is remote control. Everything is, and it's okay to have a remote control. I'm not against it. I have remote controls. But there's going to be a process where you have to still do some things. You're going to have to activate things by being obedient. And that's how, when you start walking towards your destiny by just saying, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do what you say. You know, there's a saying, if we don't plan, or if we fail to plan, we plan to fail. I want to live my life, and I want to have a good time doing it. Now, you can define good time any way you want, and there's people that will say, I've got a different definition or whatever. But I'm, I'm talking about just a good time. I want to laugh a lot. I do. I want to live in peace. I want to live without worry. I want to live in abundance. I want to help as many people as I can. You know the reason for abundance, and when we think abundance, everybody just thinks money. But you know, if you get blessed, one of the main reasons you're getting blessed is so you can help some other people. Help some people find a way. If my life's going to be something, Lord, help me figure out what it is. So I'm going to make those plans. I'm going to give you five thoughts to help you be destiny-driven this morning. It won't take us very long. Here's our first one. Be healthy. You can't reach your destiny if you aren't around. There's a lot of things that God wants to do for you, but if we don't take care, you know, if you want to get in your car and you want to drive places, but if you don't put gas in it, you don't put oil in it, you don't do the things that needed in that car, you're not going to, it will not live forever. How many know that? So we have to do some things. If you're on an airplane and, and if you're in an airplane, you have your child with you and your oxygen mask comes down and floats in front of your face. Your first inclination is stick that mask and stick it on your kid. If you're a good parent, that's what you think of. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you know what they'll tell you? Don't do that. Put the mask on you. And you'll be like, what do you mean? If we need oxygen, my kidney, I'm going to give my, my This is what they're saying. If you go down, nobody's there to take care of your kid. So take care of yourself so you can take care of your kid. That being said, for you to do your destiny, you've got to take care of what God has given you. You've got to start saying, all right, God, what do I do with me? If I want to reach where you want me to reach, and I know that you want me to reach there, but I have a part to play in this movie if I'm walking my life out. So being healthy. So how could I do that? You've heard the Beatles. I think this is the Beatles. I get these two songs mixed up. Can't buy me love. Uh, no, no, no. 
And now back to our sponsor. Money can't buy happiness. It can't buy love. It can't, you know, it can buy a whole lot of things. That's another country song there. But money can't buy love. That's the one I get mixed up with. Here's second. (laughs) Second, money can't buy health. I mean, you know, this is kind of a pay it now, pay it later. If you don't take good care of yourself, if you don't pay it now, how many know you'll probably pay it later? And, and later costs more. And so we need to understand, God, so if I want to get healthy, how can I do some things that I can be healthy with? I have to take better care of myself. There, you know, here's a couple, real quick. Diet and exercise. We all know that. That's no fun. I used to, I couldn't understand. How many had gym when you were in school? You know, I had some friends that flunked gym. How do you flunk gym? You just have to show up in a pair of shorts. What do you got to do in gym? But anyway, diet and exercise uh, and rest. Diet and exercise and rest. Sometimes it's just in diet and exercise. There are people, I don't have time. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I get it. You know, life is busy. But if you take some time and figure out how can I do some exercise, some little things you could do. If you got to go to the store, weather permitting, maybe park further away so you can walk to the entrance. Instead of taking the elevator, take the stairs. Instead of going through the drive-thru and getting everything that you want deep fried, get it grilled. Just dip your bag in chocolate. That's all. Do, do little things. Little changes can mean a lot. Instead of drinking pop all the time, drink water or drink tea. You know, we, my kids, we'd take them you know, to a restaurant. And I started realizing how much money I was spending in pop. If you're from the South, soda. And, you know, and there would be like $10 or more just in soda. And some of the kids would just drink like this much. And I'd be, you're not getting pop next time. I want it. Starts asking yourself, okay, on this journey of life, what do I do? Diet and exercise. How about rest? You know, your body needs downtime. And what happens when we start resting? The enemy, how many feel guilty if you take some time and just for yourself and do something? And the enemy just plays on that. You know, you want to rest. You want to just veg out. You want to just, you know, I just need to just, some people need naps. Other people don't. I don't like naps myself. I don't take naps unless I'm completely exhausted. I would rather go the day and then almost fall in bed and then just sleep earlier and get up, you know. I'm not a nap person. There's some people that need naps, and if they don't take naps, you're going to be glad they took one if they did. Don't raise your hand if you know somebody like that. But rest is okay, but you need that because in, inside of our minds and inside of our bodies, if we don't have any downtime, then things just build up and we get like, Ugh, and we just go, 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 go. Your body is not built for eternity. Your soul is. Your body needs rest. God designed it that way. He designed it for you to rest. And to take some time. If you want to be destiny driven, then you got to start saying, God, I want to finish my course. Why? Not just for you, but how about your spouse or your kids or, or you know, that kind of thing. Just whatever. For, do you get to your destiny? It's not just about you. There's a man that lived to be over 100 years old. And he said, boy, if I'd have known I'd lived this long, I took better care of myself. If you go on vacation, you have to drive usually to get there or fly. So you're going to have to make up your mind to travel to your destiny. You have to be destiny driven. God, if I'm going to get there, I need to be around for the long haul.
My challenge is this. I want you to take time to play hard. And I want you to take time to rest hard. Does that make sense? For me, if I'm playing, and I'm just a dude, okay? So if I'm playing in sports, anybody competitive in here? I'm, I'm competitive. You don't have to be a guy to be competitive. You can be a competitive girl. That's good. I get it. But if we're playing and we're keeping score, I'm winning. Does that make sense? I mean, for me, unless we're going to goof off and we're not going to keep score or it doesn't matter, then I'm okay. Then I can have fun and who cares? Boop, who cares? You know, if we're playing, you're like, what's he doing that for? I was playing volleyball in my head. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... But, you know, my wife is like, do you have to dive? Do you have to dive for everything? Do you have to do that? I'm like, they're keeping score. Tell them not to keep score. It's not my fault. So I, I get it. I get the competitiveness. I, I, I get that. But so, so for me, playing hard is, is good. I like to play hard. But then can we, if you go on vacation, you take a break. Have fun. Have you ever found this? This is what happens to me. We, we go to, we'd go to Michigan a lot. I, I'm not a Wolverine. I just like the state. It's a beautiful state. I like the Buckeyes, so don't throw tomatoes. But we'd go to Michigan, beautiful state. We go there on vacation. We take a week a lot of times. But for me, you know, I really don't feel like I'm on vacation until about Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, we get there on Saturday and then Saturday kind of comes and you're like, yeah, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Sunday comes and, you know, you know, I, oh, yeah. OK, we're yeah. Monday. Wow. I'm feeling a little better by Tuesday. I'm feeling good by Wednesday. I'm like, yes, I'm on vacation. And then what I you know what I think of uh, tomorrow's Thursday, Friday, we got to pack. We got to go home on Saturday. And, and so I had some downtime, but I almost felt like I was robbed. I needed more. Can I can I get anybody to relate to that? And so sometimes then when you get two weeks, that's great. And then sometimes if you go further than that, it's almost too much. You got to get back because then you got, you know, there's things I got to take care of. But I'm, what I'm telling you is this. You need to learn how to play hard. I'm going to go. I'm going to make the most of my time and I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to have some downtime. I'm going to rest and I'm going to regenerate. I'm going to, to have some things in my spirit. Just be like, yes. Some of that is different for somebody. Somebody for that is just doing something that they've been wanting to do. You know, maybe bungee jumping. That's not my thing. Might be yours. All the way down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Here's our second thought on destiny driven, being destiny driven. Honor your parents. You might say, well, Brett, you had good parents. I do have good parents. But you still need to honor your parents. Maybe your parents aren't everything you wanted them to be. You know, but that's pretty judgmental because I'll bet you if you're a parent, you're probably not everything that you needed to be. You're, you're, you're a work in progress. You're still working on it. But the Bible says, it says if we honor our parents, it, it'll help us to live longer. That's the truth. So we need to honor. Well, I, you know, they didn't treat me right or they didn't do this. Then you need to exercise some forgiveness and still bring honor to them in the best way that you can. 
Is that a big deal? It's, it's number five of the ten, I think. Meaning ten commandments. It's a big deal. You need to honor your parents. The word honor literally means a person of great weight. So not just casual or flippant. You honor them. And so you, you just take good care of them. And just do, you know... I think if my, if my parents could, they're here today, if they would say, boy, if we could go back, we would do this or do that. When I was a kid, I really didn't understand a lot of things because I wasn't living in their world. I was living in mine. Come on. Because as a kid, and the world of kiddom at all is different, isn't it? Because it's all based on toys and friends and what you can or cannot do or what you have or do not have. You have really, growing up, you didn't have much of a concept except mom and dad provided for most all of that. As far as what you needed. I grew up at certain nights being pork chop night. One with my mom would call something else. But it was actually liver and onions. And God will still get her for that one. (laughs) And I'd say mom this sure tastes like liver. No it's meat. She would do anything just to like you know smooth that over. Boy it's stinky meat mom. Just put more ketchup on it. Everything tastes better with ketchup. Here's thought number three. I'm just moving right along. Honor your parents. (laughs) It's okay to say no. We live in a society. We always want to make everybody happy. We want to please everybody. If anybody asks you to do something, you almost would say yes, just so you can say no later and don't have to raise your hand. You don't want to say no, but like, oh, I need you to help. Oh, okay, we'd love to do that. Or, hey, we have to get together. And, you know, inside you're like, we ain't never going to get together. It's okay to say no sometimes, not in a bad way. I mean, but if your schedule's busy, sometimes your schedule's busy. But we would have this tendency in the beginning. I had a tendency I wanted to tell everybody, I would love to help you, but I can't. Because you see, I got to do this and this and this and this and try to convince them because I didn't want their feelings hurt. And then God got a hold of me and said, what are you doing? Well, I, I'm just trying to just trying to tell him. He's like, Pff. I have people come through our, our house and just be friends. They'd be like, oh, Boy, that is a beautiful table. Well, let me tell you how we got that table. I don't want you to think that, you know, we got that. We were and we got this insurance money and we did. And God said, what are you doing? Because you know what? I had a fear of man because I was worried about, well, I don't want them to think this or I don't want them to think bad of me and I don't want to hurt their feelings. And God was just saying, Brad, you don't just quit. Because he's got to deal with them on some stuff. But God is saying, listen, it's okay to say no sometimes. You don't have to say yes to everything. First Corinthians four, three and four. As for me, it matters very little how I might be evaluated by you or by uh, any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment on this point. My conscience is clear. That doesn't prove I'm right. It's the Lord himself who examines me and decide. So this is Paul. And he's saying this. He's not saying that it doesn't matter. He's just saying it matters very little. In the course of things, if I'm on my destiny, if I'm being driven, you know, there's things that I'm going to weigh. This is important or this is not important. This will take me from my destiny. This will keep me on track. If it's going to keep me on track, I got to stay on track. And so if that makes them mad, I'm not doing it on purpose, but it's not going to matter to me. To the point where I'm going to have anxiety or worry about it. I'm going to choose the Lord. Joshua said it this way. Choose this day who you will serve. 
As for me and my house, we, you know, we'll serve the Lord. You know, sometimes choosing God isn't choosing man, obviously. And you don't have, if people know you, they know your heart well enough to know you're not trying to hurt them. I just, you know, I can't help you today. And then, now, there's a switch to that. If you can help them and you're supposed to help them and you say no, now you've got to deal with that. I can't help you there. But you just got to be able to say, you know what, God, I want to, I want to weigh this against my destiny. I want to be destiny driven. All right, here's number four. Let God drive. Your body will last a lifetime. Your spirit will last an eternity. St. Augustine said, take care of your body as though you're going to live forever, but care for your soul as if you were going to die. Are you kidding me? This just popped up, but now it's back on. All right. So now, I, I, if I would, I'm just messing with you. It's working. <laughs> just make sure you're awake. But anyway, God says this. If you give me worry, I'll give you peace. If you'll exchange that, I'll give you peace. That's a pretty good deal. You can choose, again, you can choose to worry about something. You can choose to get stressed about something. Or you can say, God, you know what? That's going to take me away from where you're calling me to be. I'd rather have peace. I'll take the deal with God. So that means I'm not just praying at meals. I'm praying everywhere. Now, I'm not being weird. I'm not being... I'll just say it again. I'm not being weird, I'm, I'm, I, but I'm praying like, you know, thanks, God. I'd be looking for something. You know, Pastor Kim, she'll find something. And she'll be like, oh, I've been praying for this. Look at it. It's great. It's the only one there. It's my size. I've seen her take clothes off mannequins because it's the only one. But it was like, it's perfect. It fits her. I don't know. But she, she's convinced because she'd been praying for something that was exactly what she was looking for. So she will make sure, now she doesn't tell the whole story, but she'll be telling me, you know, God did that for me. I just know he put that there for me. And ladies in the building could all say amen to that, I'm sure, because you found stuff or find deals. Guys, that happens to us. God gives us favor and stuff. What I'm saying is I'm not just praying at a destined meal. Okay, we're going to pray. We're going to bow. We're going to pray. I'm just saying I might be thankful. God, thanks. It's great to... I thank you for that parking spot. Oh, I thank you for running into that friend. Lord, thank you. I might be led to do something else or whatever. Whatever it is, I am asking and acting according to my destiny. You can pray when you're driving. Keep your eyes open, though. It helps. <laughs> here's number five. Oh, here's something. I just got to say this. I just saw a commercial. Is this true? I just saw a commercial. There is a car that you push a button and you don't have to touch the wheel and it cruises and drives. How is that going to work? I mean, I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, how does that work? If you're on the highway, I don't know. I'm just like, wow. I mean, pretty soon, do we even need us? I'm not driving. Take me there. I'll do a new movie instead of driving Miss Daisy. Driving PB, that'd be fun. Here's number five. I'll just keep moving. Live life on purpose. That's our, uh, that's our tagline here for the church. But it's an important truth, and I want to enjoy life. I mean, I, want to, I don't want to miss those things that God has for me. But there's gonna, here's a five-syllable word that the enemy's going to throw at you because life has challenges. Negativity. 
He's going to try to get you to be negative about anything and everything. Even if something good has happened, he wants to show you, well, you didn't get this or you didn't do that or this is wrong or this or just to try to take it away from whatever. You know, even for instance, just even with batteries coming out of my mic, I will not lose sleep about this battery dying. I, you know, but the enemy will be like, you know, oh, can you imagine? What are you going to do? Those batteries. I didn't give that time thought in my brain. Because nothing is going to stop as you determine your destiny. You're going to have to be destiny driven. If this thing would go out, I'm not going to cancel church. I'll just move down towards the middle so you all can hear me. You understand what I'm saying? It's not going to stop because you're going to be driven by destiny. The Bible says that life and death are in our mouth. Life will be positive. Death will be negative. And negative is always going to want you to come to the pity party. I said this in the first service, and then we're, we're getting ready to close here. I want life to be like a dance, not just a dance dance, but I want to enjoy the dance. You know, I said that we have danced at every one of my kids' weddings, and we have. We did the electric slide and the, I don't know what they're all called, but we did them. And, and it's fun, because if you've never seen me dance, that's worth the mission just right there. But um, you remember the movie Father of the Bride in the first one? Steve Martin, uh, the night before his daughter's wedding, he is awoken by, here's the basketball out in the hoop. How many remember this movie? Okay, four of us, good. Then we'll all bring you into this story. Uh, And so he gets up and he goes down and she is always, her and him have had this thing. They played basketball, you know, one-on-one for all of her life. And they were very close. And he hears her shooting and she says, my last day at home, I feel like I have to turn in my key and and, you know, and he, he's given her a life talk and just saying, you know, life is like that has seasons and, you know, you're always welcome basically here. We love you and that kind of thing. And then it starts snowing. And they couldn't believe it, it had snowed in California in the movie in 36 years or something. And she goes, oh, it's going to cost you more money. And then he looks at her and he says, no. I just know. Because she said that face, what are you thinking? He said, I know I will remember this moment for the rest of my life. You see, life is going to give you moments like that. Now, three of my four kids have been married. I remember every one of their, their weddings. My first daughter, my oldest daughter, Mallory, who's the worship leader, when she got married, uh, you know, there's that part of the father-daughter dance. And I was a little nervous about that. I mean, I was looking forward to it, but I was a little nervous because, I mean, she's so pretty and she's got that dress. And by the way, her mother on that day of her wedding, it, she was just gorgeous. I'm just saying, this is, I mean, I was a happy man all the way around. And, you know, my daughter married well. He's back in the back there. And, but, I, you know, I'm sitting there, and I didn't want the dance to be over quick. And I'm just going to sound, I'm just talking to you from a dad's heart. You know, and we were, we were dancing, and, and we were talking and, and dancing. And, you know, and it was almost as if the rest of the room was just in slow motion, and she and I were just interacting. Are you with me? And we were talking and and she, you know, and she had the song that her and I have grown to love. It was our favorite song together. And so that was playing. And so, you know, that whole moment, I just feel like I'm just my heart is about to explode. And and I'm looking in this brown eyed, beautiful girl's face and her life is about to change. And she whispers in my ear, Daddy, you're my hero. And I lost it. So now I'm dancing. I'm about to lose it now. So I'm dancing and I'm, you know, and, and, but what I'm telling you is that moment in life, I'll never forget. 
never. And I've had moments like that, not with just my kids. Well, you know, I, I had a moment like that with Zach. Now, he didn't look in my eyes and we didn't dance, but <laughs> say yes to that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but just, I remember standing up there with him and, and his lovely bride was coming and they had a beautiful wedding outside. And I remember looking at him and he was so proud and I was just like, that is my son. And I had those same feelings with Sam and you know, and I've got to marry another girl off here one of these days. And I'm saying there's things in life that are going to bring you interruptions that God on your road to your destiny are going to bring to you. And sometimes you're going to have to make the choice that it's going to seem like I need to take this, but you're almost afraid. But if God tells you to take it, take the road. As long as it's on your destiny road, it's good. On our way back from Amish country, Kim and I went and she, you know, I, I'm trying to drive and get back and you know if you're going on a long trip don't we guys don't we like okay how many hours and it's almost a race against ourselves for a time and if we have to stop didn't we just stop the last rest break didn't you go to the bathroom then why do you have to go again can't you hold that what's the matter and and then when we get back on the road we pass the people we've already passed once or twice and we're like yes we're getting ground back every time we pass them ha i passed you again you in the van <laughs> <laughs> well we were on our way home from Amish country we kind of liked that it's kind of a downtime thing for us and she's, there was a festival a prairie festival and she said let's go to that and I said no I don't let's not I mean we, we, we gotta get home she goes baby what are we getting home let's just go so I said okay and to this day now listen it didn't stop my destiny or it wasn't one of the but it was part of the destiny road because to this day, I still remember that. We had a great time. We held hands. We laughed. We spent a couple hours walking around in the woods with these uh, prairie things and all that, you know, stuff. <laughs> but see how well I remember that? <laughs> There's a monster in there. I don't know. But, I mean, it's still to this day. And we've had different times where we've done things like that. And we're just like, this is awesome. Can I tell you one more story and I'm done? i got to tell you this. Zach was little. I mean, he was just, he might have been four, maybe, which would have been Mal was six. And Sam would have been two. Sam walked around with cowboy boots on the wrong feet and diaper and a cowboy hat. He, I couldn't hardly keep clothes on that boy. But we were, we were sitting at the table in Fairborn. You remember this. And this is one of those destiny moments just when you're just loving life. How many want to just love life again? You need to be destiny driven because God has a plan. And we were sitting there and life is happening and we're engaging with our children and we're talking. And I don't know what we were. And mom had made green jello. And Zach had said something funny, which is typical. Zach could always pull something out from somewhere and everybody would start laughing. And he said something funny. And I remember to this day looking at Zach as a big glob of green jello slapped him right up against the face. And his face was like. And Mal looked, and Sam was like, Woohoo! You know who threw it? Pastor Kim! She threw it. She started the whole food fight, and the next thing, Jello was going everywhere, and stuff was. We were laughing till our sides were hurting, crying, laughing. And you know, for almost two months, we were cleaning Jello from places I don't know how it ever got. But every time I'd scrape a piece of hard jello off the floor from behind the fridge or wherever I found it, I would think to that moment. And I thought, that was so fun. 
Now, don't go home today and have a food fight and say, Pastor Brett told me to. (laughs) What I'm telling you is I want you to start loving life. I want you to be destiny driven. I want you to laugh again. I want you to grab a hold of the ones that you love and, and enjoy their company and see if God has them on the road to your destiny. I'm sure he does. And let life live you on purpose, but you've got to choose it. Can you say amen? Bow your heads and close your eyes.